Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. You've been... Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. You've been muted. <laughs> it is, well, it's actually Thursday tonight. There's an NFL game, the Rams versus the 49ers. Ooh, a big one tonight. Huge game. Thank God for Color Rush. Otherwise, why would you watch? Well, everybody's listening to us right now. Anyway, well, so it doesn't well, matter. They won't be listening until later once it's uploaded. It's, it's Dan and Dave here for week three of the NFL and fantasy football season. Like I said, it's Thursday, September 21st. Running out of days of the year, people. It's getting colder, except up here in the man room. Yeah, that's for it's sure. It's a little warm. I had to turn on the air conditioning and a fan. Yeah, and it's not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over what we got today. We have more news. We have news and notes for you for the week. Everything that revolves around fantasy football and what you need to do for your team to make it better or good. Gooder. Is gooder a word? Gooder works for me. <laughs> and then we have the must-starts and don't-bothers, which coincides with another edition of Beat the Hosts. You guys are not doing well. 0-2. Or we're really doing we're well. Really, we're amazing, as you would expect. We're professionals. Now, this week, you're letting me beat beat the, our guy this week? Well, I'm, I'm hoping. Because I don't know who you're going to Week take. one I took. I, I won. You took week one. I took week two without even having any points from my receiver. Jordy Nelson got hurt. That's pretty impressive, Dave. Well, that's because you know why? I had the GOAT. I had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Oh, we need to talk about that. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm so sick of everybody getting on, to, on <laughs> me. Right. About, We're getting all kinds of emails about Dan. How come he's not talking about Aaron Rodgers? How great he is. I love it. If people listen to the show, I don't think I've ever specifically said Aaron Rodgers isn't a great quarterback. You just First call off, him a douche. Well, he is a douche. Okay, all right. But, but he's he's a perfect fantasy quarterback, as I know. I mean, but he sucks when it comes oh, to man. everything else. Stop, Dave. He's Blake Bortles back when Blake oh. when Blake Bortles basically won a guy in our league the championship. That that's he what doesn't, you really think. He doesn't do anything in the first half. No. And then in the second well, half, when he, the defense is back on their or not back on their heels because they were definitely weren't back on their heels. They were falling asleep against the Packers defense. Uh, did you notice that too? Did they did they not did the Packers not look like they didn't really want to be there? I think I told you that. I think when we discussed, when we were talking during I, the game, I specifically said Aaron Rodgers does not look like he wanted he to play. Yeah, well, I think it's because offensive line was destroyed. Right. He lost Jordy Nelson the first couple plays, but he's supposed to be your goat. Then remember, he's the goat, and he was. Did you see? He had like over three hundred forty yards and two touchdowns, and it was amazing. Yeah. What was his first half stats? Amazing. <laughs> Games aren't won in the first half, but they can be lost. Well. But they still lost. They they lost the game, yes. But I think it was mainly because no one was playing with any well, I'm just telling desire you, to be there. A, a goat, yes, is supposed to overcome 
and he he you can there's only so much you oh can't overcome God. two guards missing you can't overcome two receivers missing you can't overcome defensive players missing don't take off those headphones you listen <laughs> listen to the man when he talks cuz i know things Check out the website, everybody, mycffl.com, mycffl.com. Everything we talk about, all our gambling fun that's coming up, uh, was not a good week last week. We didn't pay off any mortgages. No, we did not. We, uh, I don't know how I lost those games, and I thought I had them. But this week. I almost want to say, this week, how did we win any games? <laughs> I'm telling you, this week, if you don't win all my games, the rest of the season's free. Wow. Yep. I know. I know. Dave questions. doesn't give away stuff, folks. I'm telling you that right now. You got questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com, or you can get Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Anyways, I, we were talking about Beat the Host. If you want to be on Beat the Host, there's still a few weeks left before we start letting, because we, we kind of made a thing where we were trying to get all new people in. Right. But we can only let that go for so long. Well, I know we're... Beat the host is now overtaking the fantasy girl of the week. No, no, it's for not. emails. No, no. Well, yeah, we have more people asking <laughs> to be on on beat the host than we do giving suggestions for fantasy girls. So yes, you are right. Okay, I thought so. But uh, we're gonna we're trying to get as many new people in that have that didn't play last year, and uh, we're gonna let that go for a couple more weeks. And and if that doesn't happen, we'll start uh, letting some of the other people who played last year. And amazingly, the only people that want to play again are the ones that robbed us of glasses and pictures last year. Yeah, well, speaking of pictures, are we are we not giving pictures out? Well, no, we'll give we'll give pictures out. Okay, I just, just I just don't want it. Only I want people to get too excited. Only to the girls, right? Or... <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough enough of that. <laughs> okay. We're married. Do you do you have anything else you want to get into the news? Yes, let's go. All right, let's do that. I would love to give pictures, but, you know, everybody, sooner or later my wife's going to get angry that I have so many female fans. Well, I. You know what I'm saying? I know. I It's just. Because pretty soon that siren you hear, that's going to be a police <laughs> siren coming for my ass. Sir, you have too many girlfriends. She doesn't have your combination for your uh, safe. For the gun? For, for the gun safe. No, I have a very special. Uh, combination for that thing. Okay, can you tell me that? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Although she, and and this is something we may need our new medical professional to talk about. That's right. Because my wife keeps telling me, she goes, don't piss me off. I can kill you in your sleep and no one will ever figure it out. She keeps talking about air embolisms. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's murder, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so if I ever end up dead and no one can figure it out, I'm telling you. Check for an air embolism. God, I love that girl. Speaking of injuries like air embolisms, Rob Gronkowski injured his groin last week during his game. On the, it wasn't on his big sixty-yard touchdown run, but it was it was something, right? Uh, he says it's not a problem. For me, it's a look and weight and C type injury, right? Oh, he's just going to. He's going to play with pound a half twelve a pack of beer and he'll be ready to go. <laughs> me gronk, <laughs> me gronk, me 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 spike ball and ground. 
Jordy Nelson, we another, were talking about earlier. Another tough guy. Injured his quad early on in the game Sunday evening. He's listed as 50-50 to play this weekend. The latest word is that he practiced in full and says that he expects to play this weekend. She'll be fine. Jay Ajay, one of the most overhyped players in the last few years, has been unable to practice with a knee ailment. It is being sold as probably just a day of rest, but you may want to watch this if you are a believer in the Jay Ajay experiment. Oh, I definitely am. I He's taking on the Jets this week. I know, but you can't take on the Jets if you don't have a good knee. Oh. Right? He, you he can wants, walk with an ACL. He, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of... Not being able to take people on. Greg Olson fractured his foot last week, and he's been put on the IR by the Panthers. That's not good. That's not good. Another tight end injury, Jimmy Graham, injured his left knee, and he's listed as week to week. But then again, aren't we all? Well, and that offense is terrible. Terrible. They they have no offensive line. No offensive line. No running backs. As you will hear about in my Don't Bother's. Oh, I cannot wait. I, Russell Wilson's one of my don't bothers for quarterback. I can see that. He's he's just not. Oh, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> Titan running back DeMarco Murray is listed as week to week. Again, aren't we all? With a hamstring strain. This puts Derrick Henry in the lead back role for Tennessee, which brings up another thing. I made a trade offer to, to Wayne, trying to get Derrick Henry off of him. What did you throw He was at looking him? for some wide receiver help, you know, to for uh, depth. So I, I threw at him a Danny Amendola and a Charles Clay. Okay. A Dam- Danny Am- Amendola, is he even playing this week? Yes, she's fine. Oh, the concussion's all... He's out of concussion protocol. All right. And why would he want a Charles Clay? Charles Clay is a stud. Is he? Yes. Okay. When you don't have a Gronk, your next in line is a Charles Clay. Okay. I may use him this week and don't buy, and, uh, beat the hosts. All right. I might thinking about it. Sam Bradford may be out for some time. The fear for the Viking quarterback is that there may be a problem with his surgically repaired ACL. The Vikings are trying to sell as a whole bone bruise thing. And if it truly is a bone bruise, he may miss a few weeks of action because you know who just had a bone bruise? Uh, Who's the baseball player for the Washington Nationals? guy with the hair. With the hair? uh, The... Big stud hitter? The big stud hitter. He's been out, what, three, four weeks with a bone bruise? Yeah, I can't. Why can't I think of his name? Yeah, because it's baseball. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Bear running back that was going in the top ten for everybody, Jordan Howard. Yeah, Justin, how do you like that? (laughs) How do you like me now, Justin? (laughs) He's listed as day-to-day with a left shoulder injury. Him and the receivers. Just joking, by the way. (laughs) Cam Newton is listed as day-to-day with a left ankle sprain. She'll be fine. Dak Prescott suffered an ankle injury and the Cowboys lost to Denver. Doesn't look like he'll be missing any time, but you know, may want to watch this. Ankle injuries never seem to go the way they're planned to go. Remember, uh, who's the guy that had the ankle injury a couple years ago? Missed practically the whole season. It was one of my guys. <laughs> I love when you do this because we I both can. we have silence. <laughs> Browns receiver Corey Coleman has been sent to the IR with a broken hand. He had surgery on a broken hand and will likely miss the rest of the season. Although he's saying six to eight weeks. But yeah, what was week three already? Corey Coleman didn't do anything the first two weeks. So, <laughs> And with the discussion we had last week regarding the injuries to all the Texans' tight ends, it looks like Gary Barnage is talking with the Houston Texans. Would like to see Gary Barnage? 
in the Texans? I'm shocked he's not playing anywhere. I'm I'm not quite sure how they would use him in the passing game, but he'd be an added weapon, and he would be a diversion for some of those defensive backs that doesn't exist right now, which would help open up DeAndre Hopkins, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and the other guy. They lost a they lost a receiver. They cut they a cut, guy. Uh, wasn't he supposed Jaylen to be a Strong. stud? Yeah, he, he was from a second Arizona run. State. Yeah, and then and Jaguars picked him up because they're desperate. They're hurting. I can't believe the Bears didn't pick him up. <laughs> they're worse than the Jaguars. <laughs> Browns running back Isaiah Crowell is reportedly asking his head coach for more work during the game. He's gone from fifty-two snaps in Week One to thirty-two snaps in Week Two, and only twenty-seven carries in both games combined. And I don't know why, because they don't have anybody really else there. I mean, Duke Johnson isn't getting any work. Yeah, and Hugh Jackson was in love with Duke Johnson last Duke, year. He wasn't he in love with both of them? Yeah, but he really wanted to get Duke somehow into the game because he can do everything, but he hasn't done anything. Are you a believer in Crowell? I am. I, I definitely am a believer. Because I know I have a prop bet on him from our Vegas trip. <laughs> I I bet on him to be the leading rusher this year. No, you didn't, really? I did, yeah. What was, what was that? Um, oh, I don't even remember what it was. That'd it be was, like 2001? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that. If this continues, I could probably get rid of that ticket, right? Yeah, I got a few tickets I can throw away, too. Th- but this week would be the week to make him your workhorse. Yeah. You're playing Indianapolis. With no defense. They've allowed an average of 73 yards rushing per game this year so far. This could be Isaiah's week. All right, so now here's the thing. I don't know how this fits in the news, but it's about the NFL. Okay. If I were an NFL owner, Uh-oh. and I were asked if I would agree to renew the contract of Roger Goodell, would you do it if you were an NFL owner? Okay. I wish you would have told me we were going to talk about this because I have a, f- a friend okay. who-, who threw a theory at me. That? The owners are going to sign Roger Goodell. They did. Oh, or... To an extension. Yep. But the reason did. why they did that yes. is when the the contract comes up for the Players Association. Yes. That the owners are going to basically what's sacrifice Roger Goodell. Say, okay, we'll get rid of him if we... If you guys just leave things... Oh, that's, that's some black helicopter and tinfoil hat stuff. To me, it makes sense. The reason I'm asking, <laughs> oh gosh, is because I would have said at this time no, and I w- I would be saying that he's not going to get my vote until he demands to move the two teams in Los Angeles to, to have them relocate as soon as possible. Go back to where they go. Came. Well, wherever they want to go, I don't even care. I'd have them go back to where they came from. I would suggest letting them relocate without uh, making them pay the relocation fee that they got robbed of right. to go to Los Angeles. Now, are you aware that there's no one showing up at the games in Los Angeles? And why Why do you think that is? I mean, they, do you I, think... I've been saying this ever since they talked about moving them back there. I said, no one's going to go to those games. Number one, there's too many things to do in Los Angeles. Number two, Los Angeles people and California people in general think they're Ooh. better than everything else. A. And they don't want to be there. Easy. They they think they're better, and they don't want to go to football. They probably don't understand football. Ooh. Right? God, you're not getting us any listeners. Well, We're trying to move into that market. I, I just read an article today <laughs> that you can get for tonight's game, Rams, um, 
You can get Rams. Are they playing the Chargers? No, they're playing the 49ers. 49ers. You can get Rams and 49ers tickets for tonight's game for the cost of two stadium pretzels. Wow. On StubHub. Now, unless those pretzels are 20 bucks each, that's pretty good. And in L.A., they they might. (laughs) In fact, tickets are selling for $14 on StubHub, which is cheaper than the two pretzels which sell for 15 bucks for two pretzels. I, I don't... I don't know why people aren't showing up because, because I think the Rams are an up and coming team. They're actually playing well this year, right? And I think the Chargers are a model of consistency. Well, and the Chargers, and you're saying it's not only about the Rams. Chargers had their first home game last weekend, and no one the showed up. The headlines in the in the local newspaper were blasting the team because they couldn't even sell out a thirty thousand seat stadium. That's not a good sign. All the big wigs are using this to explain away the loss of viewers on TV. But as I was saying, when the first time when they announced that two teams are going to move to L.A., this would be a huge bust. Yeah, TV viewership isn't down because of a lack of interest in the NFL. It's down for the same reason it was down last year. Dumbasses like Colin Kaepernick using the NFL as their own personal soapbox for idiotic political stances. You know, Did you hear what happened today? The players are crying to... To Roger Goodell to acknowledge that he wants them to he wants him, they want him to acknowledge their their stances that they're taking. They're pushing for racial equality campaigns for the NFL. Okay, they're they're expecting the NFL to overtly support their efforts, including an endorsement for their an activism activism awareness month. Oh my God! Now, if this means I'd be I'd be all for this if it means we can get rid of that stupid month where, where everybody's wearing pink. And instead of that, we have for activism awareness. Let's say all players have to wear a black black glove and raise their hand every time they do something, raise a fist every time they do something good on the field. What do you think? I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) The reason no one cares about the NFL in California is because it's California. They don't call it the land of fruits and nuts for nothing, right? I I agree. I. There's I'm, never been a team that's done anything in California, especially Los Angeles. I just don't know why they ever moved the Chargers out of San Diego. They had they have <laughs> they were they had more people going there in San Diego than they did now. Exactly. Oh. I just think people can't get around LA, and that's one of their main. I mean, to go to an, a Rams game, you probably have to leave at three o'clock in the morning to go to a nine o'clock. But it's right in downtown LA. I know, but but. I mean, you have to drive further to go to an Angels or a Dodgers game, and those places are always sold out. Right. Right? right. They're, they're packing a the stadium for Lakers, and they suck. Clippers suck. The, 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 a hockey team in California, they're packing. Packing the house. Well, packing yeah, the house My, for yeah. hockey. <laughs> for, for a, and even, even that crap-ass soccer team they have there. Where the where the Chargers are playing? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's filling up, but they can't fill up for a football game. Oh, done with the news. Do you have anything else? No, I'm good. Should we call our uh, beat the hose person? Yeah, let's see if I can win something. Here we go. All right, buddy, it's time for beat the hose, and we're here week three with with our special guest. His name is Dan. Dan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. All right, so. Just go over everything for you again so that you know all the rules and you can't say, hey, I was cheated and I lost. The way it works is Dan and I are, and you, we're each going to pick a fantasy team. It's going to consist of one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, and one tight end. 
and um, you're going to get the first pick to pick whatever position you want, take your player, and then Dan and I will each take our player in that same position. Uh, you get six points for every touchdown, one point for every 10 yards. If you happen to beat Dan and myself, you'll get an extra special, amazing prize, your very own uh, Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast T-shirt. So, All right. sounds exciting, right? Yeah. All right. And then when, when we go through each position, uh, we're also going to go through the rest of our must-starts and don't-bothers for, for fantasy players for the week. So uh, whenever you're ready, pick your position and your player. Okay. What position do you want to start with? Uh, I think I'm going to start with quarterback. All right. And the player you would like is? I would like to take Aaron Rodgers. Wow, there's a shocker, right? There's there's right. a guy I wanted. Extra <laughs> consistency. All right, Dan, you can take the second pick for a quarterback. Well, I think I got to take my guy, Tom Brady. You're going Tom Brady go. of the Patriots. And I am going to go with my must-start of the week that isn't Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Uh-oh, who's that? That's Derek Carr against the Washington Redskins. After the magic he displayed last week, Derek Carr is a must-start this week. The Washington defense is not looking like everyone thought that they would look this season. In week one, the Redskins gave up 307 yards, two touchdowns, and 19 fantasy points to Carson Wentz. And Wentz, my friends, is no Derek Carr. That's right. So I am taking Derek Carr against Washington. And um, the other Dan, not not Dan on the phone, but Dan, you can have the second pick. Pick your position. Oh, wait, hold on. I have another must-start at quarterback. Phillip Rivers versus Kansas City. So it may surprise everyone, but I am on the Rivers bandwagon this weekend. Oh, I, how do you not take Big Ben against Chicago, at Chicago? You, you could take Big oh, Ben if you want. Chiefs, the Chiefs have given up 18 fantasy points to quarterbacks in each of the last two games. Last year, the Chiefs gave up 20 points per game to quarterbacks when playing on the road. This is the week to get Phillip Rivers into the game if you have him on your team. I also like Trevor Simeon against the Bills. Wow. You have anything else other than Philip R- or than Ben Roethlisberger? I'm thinking I, I kind of like Drew Brees um, against Carolina. I think Drew's going to have a bounce-back game where he better because he's not looking good. He's not looking good right now. <laughs> as far as don't bothers for quarterback for me, for me, my sit of the week this week is Russell Wilson against the Titans. Let's face it, Russell Wilson has been horrible. No, it isn't all Wilson's fault. The Seahawks' offensive line is just offensive. They've been a whole host of quarterbacks that have go- that have scored more points than Russell Wilson, including Jared Goff and Josh McCown. That's not good. Not good. I also think you should keep Joe Flacco against Jacksonville on your bench. They're playing in London, and I haven't been a F- Flacco fan at all this season. The Jacksonville defense is much better than anybody thought they would be, and the Jaguar defense has only given up two passing touchdowns so far this year and have averaged only eight fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Any don't bothers for you? No, I'm good. All right, so this is our chance, your chance to pick the next position. I'm going running back. You're going running back, and your player is? I'm going to take a shocker here Okay. for me. <laughs> I'm taking Jai Oh, you are not going with the Jai oh. Taking on the Jets. All right. Dan, you can have the second pick. He is not one of my must-starts, by the way. You know, it, it's, it's uh, someone that's near and dear to me. I like uh, 
it seems like I'm going all Wisconsin teams today, but uh, I'm really liking the consistency of Melvin Gordon. Uh, you know, no matter what happens, Phil Rivers is going to find him on the field. He's going to get his touches. He's going to find the end zone. I hope you're right. Melvin Gordon it is. So that leaves me, and uh, I'm going to go with the obvious one. I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell. He's got to have a breakout week sooner or later, right? Yeah, you're hoping, right? <laughs> Other bus starts for me. This is my second week doing this, and I'm I'm just flabbergasted. Ty Montgomery against Cincinnati. Uh, after calling him a must-start last week, he turned out with 110 yards from scrimmage, including six receptions and two touchdowns. This week, it's the hapless Bengals, and they're allowing 128 yards per game to running backs, which is third most in the NFL. I also like Buck Allen against Jacksonville. There's a chance that Terrence West might miss this game in London due to an ankle injury, and if that is true, Buck Allen is going to be the man. The Jaguars are studs against the pass, but have allowed 23 points on average to running backs. Any must-starts for you? Yeah, I have uh, two. Um, Isaiah Crowell just this week has demanded the ball. More. More, yes. and I think he's going to, I mean, he's playing the cupcake in Indianapolis. That's correct. And then the other guy... Todd Gurley. I think I'm going to ride that train a little bit. Oh, I forgot about Todd Gurley. He's had a touchdown oh, in the last two games. I'm going to stick with Le'Veon Bell. Maybe, maybe three games or two, uh, three touchdowns. Um, yeah, I think I think LA's found their head coach, and I think the offense is going to keep on rolling. They better have found him. He's 13 years old. He's got to last a while. <laughs> Easy. Fires don't bother for me at running back. Legarrette Blunt against the Giants. He didn't start last week and only saw six snaps against the Chiefs. Sounds like there may be some unhappiness in Philly with LeGarrette Blunt, And it looks like a timeshare between Smallwood and Sproles in Philly. I also don't like Joe Mixon against Green Bay. He's one of the guys I like for Rookie of the Year, and he's been unbelievably disappointing this year so far. He's seen only 30% of the snaps for Cincinnati, and you cannot take a chance with this guy until there's some more time on the field for him. Any other don't bother for you? I got I got three of them actually. Shocking. Um, Lamar <laughs> Miller, Lamar Miller against New England, at New England. Okay. Um, I just think that defense is. Plus, Devonta Foreman is is, is starting to yeah he's starting to run the ball for and him. he's going to get the, all the touchdown runs. Yes. I don't think Amir Abdullah can uh, play as well as he did last week. I think. That was well. He's a Big Ten running back, and you know what they say. I know you don't like a, your Big Ten running back. <laughs> Not in the NFL. And Frank Gore is going against my stud defense in Cleveland. Yes. I think he's going to get shut out, or not shut out. Sorry, <laughs> I just don't think he's going to get play well. All right, Dan H. We're going to give you the third pick. You can pick either receiver or tight end. Well, before my third pick, I want to throw one more running back out to everybody. Chris Carson. Chris he's Carson. Yes. You're going obscure up. here. He's, he is ready to take this role. I tell you what, Thomas Rawls has just not been stepping up the plate. Lacey has <laughs> been just fading in the background. So Chris Carson running back is going against Tennessee. I know Tennessee's front line is tough, but look at this look for this young guy to just plow some yards. Maybe I want him Chris Carson instead of Le'Veon Bell. No. Oh, but, no. You're good. <laughs> All right, you want a wide receiver or tight end? Uh, I'm going to take wide receiver. I'm going to go with uh, Carr's counterpart so far. It's Crabtree. He's been on fire. He has been. Um, uh, what's his name? Amari Cooper has been almost invisible. I think he's kind of hurt. Yep. He is. Right. He's banged up. 
So I'm going to take the second receiver, and I'm going to go off the board from what I've done last week. The last two weeks I've had Jordy Nelson, and I'm not going to do that this week because she might be hurt. She might be a little banged up. So we're going to go Julio Jones. We're going chalk this week. Wow, you are. (laughs) Julio Jones against Detroit. He's going to light it up. Your your guy this week? I'm taking OBJ. Just because he can't be <laughs> a douchebag all the time, no, he just can't be held back this long. I mean, sooner or later the Giants are going to have to figure out the offense, and they know they got to get the ball to OBJ to get get the game rolling. So my other wide receiver must starts. I have two. I have Devontae Parker against the Jets. If you aren't starting any of your players that are going against the Jets and Colts this year, you don't really want to win your games. Not only is Parker going up against a terrible Jet squad, he was on the field last week for 93% of the snaps for the, for the Dolphins, and he was targeted by Jay Cutler eight times. That's a start. Also, Keenan Allen against Kansas City. If you're going to start Phillip Rivers, you may as well start Keenan Allen also. He's played in 87% of the Chargers' offensive snaps so far this season, and the Chiefs' defense is giving up 39 points on average to receivers. I got I got two guys and both in the same game, mm-hmm. different teams. So <laughs> I, I think Michael Thomas is going. Obviously, I think Breeze is going to have a bounce back game. Okay, um, so I'm thinking he's going to find Michael Thomas, and then the other guy, Calvin Benjamin. I think he's going to. I think Carolina's going against a no name or no defense in New Orleans. In New Orleans, do you think Cam Newton's going to be able to get him the ball? Oh hell yeah! Please. <laughs> wide receiver don't bothers for me Marvin Jones against Atlanta he's been pretty much the leading receiver for the Lions when it comes to snaps however with all those snaps he's only managed to average 32 yards a game on seven targets this week he is bound to be lined up against Desmond Trufant and that doesn't look good for Jones this week I also don't like DeAndre Hopkins against New England if you're going to sit Hopkins you better have something strong to replace him with if not you may be stuck playing this week anyway. Don't expect too much from him, though. The The Patriots know how to stop people. And yep, that's right. called cheating. <laughs> Any other don't bothers for you? No, that's that. DeAndre Hopkins was my big big one. So so that leaves the fourth pick, which is well, tight ends. Does Dan have any? Well, yeah, he kicked to Chris Carson. you have anything you want to add? Uh, you know, I'm just going to give a word out to everyone. Stay away from Bears wide receivers. <laughs> Chicago. Do the Bears have any wide receivers left? I don't think we've got anyone left down there. Okay. All right, which brings me to me, and I like me a little me, and I get to pick the tight end. Shocking. Which one are you going for, Dave? I'm going to go with Jared Cook of Oakland against the Washington Redskins. Again, the Washington defense is not what you think they are, and Jared Cook... He's going to light it up. I'm saying at least 10 points from Jared Cook. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you get the second pick? Dan H., you can have uh, this. Let's see here. Tight ends. Uh, you know, I've got some Kelsey love. This guy, uh, he seems like to be the consistent guy on Kansas City, uh, whether they're, they've got an anemic passing game or it's just abundant. He's always getting all big Kelsey. He's the new Rob Gronkowski. That's right. Did you see him fly into the end zone? From eight yards. Yeah. 
Yeah, they kept showing that replay over and over. God, again. He's, Thank God I didn't have to listen to Chris Berman <laughs> talk about it though. <laughs> Your pick for tight end? I'm going with the old guy out in Dallas. I'm going Jason Witten. Guy Jason, just doesn't seem to quit. Hard hitting Jason Witten. And that's it. I don't have any must starts or don't bothers for tight ends because who really cares? Who really cares? It's like kickers. <laughs> so here's our teams for this week. Dan, our phone-in guest, Aaron Rodgers, Melvin Gordon, Michael Crabtree, Travis Kelsey. It's a potpourri of talent. That's right. For Dan, we have Tom Brady, Jay Ajay, don't like that pick, OBJ, don't like that pick, and Jason Witten. Are you trying to let Dan win this? I No. And then for me, the team that will win it, Derek Carr, Le'Veon Bell, Julio Jones, and Jared Cook. Thanks for playing, Dan. Like I said, if you beat us. You have a T-shirt coming your way. Large, extra large, or double extra large? Uh, I'll take a large. Large it will be. So and good we, luck. We got some small listeners, or well, else we're really big. They don't eat a lot. <laughs> we're, we're big. We're big. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for, for playing along, and, and good luck. All right, guys. Thanks. Good luck this week. All right. Thanks, thanks Dan. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. I I think I have this this week. Do you? Oh. I, I do. You know what? I think what my problem was with this one. Well, you know, he's did, got he, such a great name. <laughs> Settle down. And, and I have to apologize um, if, if it sounded like we were buzzing when I went to make the phone call. I bumped a button. Yeah. And I didn't realize it. More amateur. We we need we, we need uh, producers. You know, Our producers are just aren't doing their job. We need Baba Booey. We do need a Baba Booey, <laughs> or a hit him with a hind, or whoever. Who's their producer? Isn't, isn't Scott the engineer? Isn't he the engineer? He's, yeah, he takes but care who's of the, the producer? Or no, oh, who's who's the guy? His sidekick, Fred. Uh, Fred, Fred the engineer. Yeah. Well, Fred. Uh, Norris. Fred Norris, yes. Isn't he the producer? Yeah. He's the guy running everything during... That's... Dude, we, Fred... I am so happy that you, you're you such a big Howard Stern fan. I, I'm not really a big Howard Stern fan. I just find the guy hilarious every once in a while. You know, sometimes it gets a little... Yeah, he gets a little crazy. Yeah. But great interviewer when he... When he when wants... He, when when he he's want, interested in the person he's in. Right. But you can tell when he wants to get things uncomfortable when he's talking about... What position do you have sex in? And, and yeah. yeah, that's when it gets a little over the top. We can't do that here. Well, Because no. it doesn't have anything to do with football. That's right. We're lucky we have a club where we can go fantasy girl of the weekend. That's right. I cannot wait. So it's time for our bets. These are all up on the website, mycffl.com. You want to check them out, maybe take them and go to your man and make some moves and make some money this week. Feel free. We're not charging. But now again. If you lose like you did last week with them, don't blame us. Don't blame us. We didn't charge you. I have, you want to start NFL? Yeah, let's go NFL. I have five games against the spread and two money liners. Ooh. My first game, Kansas City versus San Diego. Kansas City's a minus three favorite, and it's as simple as this. Chiefs are 7-0 and against the spread in their last seven games, and the Chargers are 0-7 straight up and 0-6-1 and against the spread. In the same seven games, give me the Chiefs. I'll give you three points. Wow, I'm I'm going Ravens giving the four to the Jaguars. Ooh, that, you're going with the London game. Yeah, I just I know no one wants to play play there. 
But the, the Jaguars are, are just not really, that good. <laughs> and what do do they have a deal? Like, do the Jaguars have to play there every year? I think they have to. They have to play like <laughs> two or three games there because no one goes. It's like we should put the LA teams there. Maybe that's what we should do. He wants to go to London. Move the LA teams there. My next game: Philadelphia versus the Giants. Philadelphia six point favorite. Keeping everything simple this week. In their last six games, the Eagles are six and one straight up and against the spread, while the Giants are two and seven straight up in their last nine games on the road against division rivals. Give me the Eagles. Wow, minus six. I'm staying away from that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go with uh, the sh- <laughs> the Chicago Bears getting the seven and a half. You are not taking the Bears. I am against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh does not do well away from Pittsburgh. Oh. Pittsburgh's going to win the game. They're just—I don't think they can cover that seven and a half. Remember, I said that last week with the Patriots and the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, Tariq Cohen, or well, I'd hate to say Jordan Howard because I know <laughs> she might not be playing. She might not be playing. So yeah, but I'm saying take the seven and a half for the the Bears. They'll wow. cover it. I know. I know a guy in Baltimore that likes you right now. I know. <laughs> My next game is the LA Rams versus San Francisco. The game that's going off tonight. Right now, the Rams are a minus three favorite. 49ers may be playing at home, but I'm taking the Rams. And it's mainly because of the two teams. They're the only one with a quality quarterback. Give me the Rams. I'll give you three points. I I, I want to call a little bullshit on this one. What? At the time of this recording. Yes. The Rams are up seven nothing. Do you know? Did you? Oh, I did not. I did not know that. Okay. Well, I just. I'm just... I, this. This isn't like freaking sports bar. There, it's a Dr Pepper <laughs> man room for Christ's sake. There's no game on, but they're up seven nothing. Yes. My picks looking good. Looking really good. <laughs> when I made the bet, the game hadn't started I yet. Know. I'm just. All right. I okay. Got, okay. Your third game. Settle My, down. <laughs> settle down. I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking another underdog. Yeah. I, I, uh, I did that last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, they can't. They can't be this bad. They can't lose them all. They can't. The Saints are getting six. I'm actually calling for a victory. Okay. So the six is great, just to go on top of the win. And, and just so you know, yeah, I have Pittsburgh over Chicago in my money line game. One of them. Good so, luck with. It. Well, yeah, let's okay. see money. I told you the Pittsburgh's going to win. Okay. They're just not going to cover. All right. Okay. My fourth game: Oakland versus Washington. Like I talked about all over Shocking. the must-starts and don't-bothers. Oakland's given up three-and-a-half points. They opened the season with a win over the Titans as a three-point underdog, and they are now 16-4 and four straight up and 15-5 and five against the spread over Carr's last 20 games. This week they face a Redskins defense that is average to mediocre at best. Hmm? All right. Well, I'm I'm going to give Atlanta fans... The kiss of death. <laughs> You're picking them? <laughs> I'm taking Atlanta. I decided the way they easily handed the GOAT and the Packers defense. Wow. I, I, I'm believing in Atlanta. And I, I'm. They looked really good against Green Bay. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought the only reason why, like I said before, the only reason why Rodgers got the yardage that he got was because they started backing off on defense. And yeah, I'm just I'm a big Atlanta fan. I don't believe in the the, the who they're playing. 
Detroit, aren't they? They're playing at Detroit. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, the Lions got lucky last week that yeah. they were. The Giants look terrible. I, I, I'm with you. I Atlanta's tough. Just so you know, though, if Detroit wins this game, I might jump on the Detroit bandwagon next week. Okay. Yeah, good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> My fifth game: Cleveland versus Indianapolis. For some reason, Cleveland is a one-point underdog. Game is a toss-up, and in a situation like this, you take the team that the has the best, the best payoff right now. And right now, that's Cleveland. They have a better quarterback. They have better running backs. They have better defense. Right? I feel like I'm pulling you to my Cleveland bandwagon. <laughs> well, you're not. It's just you're, I'm against hey, Indianapolis. Hey, we have plenty of room on this bandwagon. <laughs> I'm telling you. You can't be on more than one bandwagon, for God's sake. <laughs> Jesus. I got two legs. They're going different directions. That's true. <laughs> All right. My other money line game is Green Bay over Cincinnati. And then I parlayed all those picks. Okay. I got two games yet. Okay. I'm taking the Bengals to cover against Green oh, Bay. Oh, God. Really? They're getting nine. I know they're getting nine. So you think the Packers are going to win, but not by ten or more. I'm not even sure if the Packers <laughs> are going to win. <laughs> oh but, okay, God. I don't want to go too far on that. And... I don't know why I'm taking this one, but I'm taking the Jets getting the six and a half against Miami. Really? They're at home. Yes, but they're the Jets. They've been they covered. Did they cover both the last two weeks? Or? I I was not interested enough to do anything with the Jets. I'm just telling you, Miami. They look good. It's, it's Jay Cutler still. Yes, but he looked good. Yeah, I don't know. I I have five college games. I'm just. I don't have any. You can do any money line. No. no, no, they're all point spreads. Texas Tech plus six against Houston. I'm taking Texas Tech. I did too. I have Alabama minus nineteen and a half against Vanderbilt. Why did they? That's all they. I, I know it should be. Well, <laughs> there were people saying Vanderbilt might win this game. Oh, but I'm just. just I'm, I'm just telling like, you right now. I'll run up and down the street. <laughs> really? Well. I'll walk up and down the street. <laughs> My third game is Oklahoma State minus 14 against TCU. I have Michigan minus 10 against Purdue. I took that one. And I have Oregon minus 15 against Arizona State. How are your Ducks doing? They are up to number 24 in standings. Wow. Undefeated, kicking ass, taking names. Okay. I, quack, quack, everyone. I got six teams. I'm going real quick here. I'm taking Florida State. You must be thirsty. Why is that? You're going quick. Okay. Want to get to the club. That's right. <laughs> Florida State given 13 to North Carolina State. Ooh. Okay. Um, can't stand Arkansas, so I'm taking the Aggies given the three to Arkansas. Okay. Wow. Um, I jumped on your bandwagon with the Texas Tech game and the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and the Michigan game. Okay. Michigan, I don't know how they're only giving up. It's Purdue. Yeah. Purdue's, Purdue's like horrible. Rutgers. Last year. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then I'm going with my Heisman Trophy winner. Got my fingers crossed. Jalen Hurts? No, USC. Oh. Given the 16 and a half against California. Yeah, California doesn't look very good this year. No. Not a bad pick. That's it, everybody. Let's go to the bar. Was there a gambling? Remember, don't bet any more you can afford to lose. And it's only? It's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. Good luck, and it's time for the club.
You know, I have, I have to tell you, though, before you get too drunk. Um, for what it's worth, yeah. my wife says she only listens to the beginning and the end of the podcast. She likes hearing you try and guess the measurements, <laughs> and she likes our little banter at the beginning. Was she pretty impressed with uh, with your my choice or my pick or last week? Well, um, I don't know if she listens that closely. By she the way, just... I nailed the chicks. <laughs> well, top part. <laughs> I I have this I have this thought. Yeah, that if they're bigger, you have a better chance at it because you're like a, a big boob guy. A big boob guy. Okay. Where that, that's your theory? Well, that's my theory. Okay. I'm sticking to it. So uh, I, I have a feeling you're going to be a little off this week. Do I? Do we have a little side bet on, do I hit one? <laughs> well, you'll hit something, I'm sure. I mean, you've got three choices. but um, <laughs> Yeah, so she only listens to the beginning and the end. Uh, and then that's about it. So, And I, th- I think most of it's because she doesn't understand football. I think she's doing better, though, than my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still don't think she listens. She's a subscriber but doesn't listen. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so this week, it's time for the Fantasy Girl. We're in the club. Dan's drinking. You want to check out the Fantasy Girl, you can do that on the website, mycffl.com. Go to the tab that says Fantasy Girl, and it'll take you right to this week's. Her name is Jocelyn Chu. Oh, I know her. Do you? No. Oh. She was born <laughs> May 15, 1992, and she grew up on a farm in Victoria, Canada. She's a mix of Chinese and Icelandic. She's like, wow, really young. It was Jocelyn's strong desire to be a model that brought her to New York at the age of 16. Jocelyn says, you're going to like this, and she feels the most sexy when she is naked. I can see that. She also says <laughs> that she is most often naked 90% of the time when she is at home. Hey, we got something in common. <laughs> now, don't think this is easy for any guy to see this 90% nakedness, though. Jocelyn also says that she doesn't come off as very approachable, and she isn't usually looking for attention from a guy. Doesn't need it. He has to be funny and not the stupid pickup line kind of funny. Uh-oh. After all, she grew up with brothers on a farm, so she likes sarcastic or dry humor. More of a guy's kind of humor, she says. I like her already. (laughs) The brown-haired, brown-eyed, Chinese Icelandic goddess stands five foot eight inches tall. She weighs 121 pounds. Wow. Wears a size two dress, and her measurements... R. You got a nice picture here? Are you all right? Does that um, one help you? Ooh, that does help. Hold on. So now quickly go up to the one with her in the dress. Up in the dress. Up up. Up in the dress. This is brilliant for down? Right in the center there. A second row. Where do you see a dress? Well, this one? To the left of that one. Right there. Oh. Okay. Jocelyn Chu. Okay. Five foot eight. 121 pounds. Size two. Oh, I'm going to nail this one. Okay. Five foot two. <laughs> Five foot eight. Five foot size eight. Size two. Size two, sorry. Her okay. measurements are. Okay. I, I'm. Just takes me a minute. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Oh. 34. No, yeah, 34C. 
Wrong. Oh. 32C. Oh, I had the cup size right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, waste. I'm a ding for a cup. <laughs> waste. Okay. Uh, this 23. 23 is exactly right. And hips. Um, now the dress isn't doing me any good. Dress is not She's doing you any good. Pretty much. Da, 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 waist or hips. hips. Not a lot there. So 32C, 23. 34. 34 is exactly right. 32C, 23, 34. I'm so disappointed in myself. <laughs> I, I knew that cup size <laughs> Right on. I know that. Jocelyn Chu, your fantasy girl of the week. And that's it, everybody. Week three is done. Check out the website, mycffl.com. You got questions, comments, concerns? CFF podcast at hotmail.com. Ring a Dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Remember, beat the host. Your chance to win great prizes and be on the air with us. Just and so I'll you know, push the right button next time. Just so you know, one Dan is going to win this weekend. You think so? I'll take that bet. Check us out again next week. Good luck with your game. And, um, yeah, I think that's it, right? Go Rams, right? Well, yes, by at least three points. Be good. Bye-bye.